0: Welcome to Amplify Ambition. I'm Kristen Edwards, leadership consultant, and your guide to implementing custom strategies based on your personality type. This is the podcast where you get to evaluate your zones of genius and create your best life by growing a business that works for you instead of you working for it. Let's dive in because your next level of success is within reach once you decide to dream loudly. Another phenomenal episode ahead for you today on Amplify Ambition. So excited for today's guest. Jamar Diggs is a YouTube conversion coach. He helps service-based experts rank on YouTube and Google search so they can stop being a slave to that Instagram content spiral. His corporate marketing experience Um, is what allows him to take YouTube strategy and YouTube SEO strategies so that you can drive more problem-aware people to your offers, aka so they can pay you, which is why we are all in business. So welcome to the show, Jamar. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So excited. I was saying just before we hit record that you were actually the first official man to make it onto the show So thank
1: you. Thank you. Such an honor. I'm always happy to be the first man on any podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. We'll see if others
0: are excited to follow suit, but welcome. Welcome. So before we dive in to your story, um, I started out as a multi-passionate coach, helping people to really put all of who they are into their lives, into their business, and bringing that to the forefront. So before we talk about YouTube strategy and all this wonderful business stuff, tell me something about you that you're really passionate about, whether it's a cause or a project that's not really an obvious part of your brand, but definitely something
1: that helps you be you. Oh my gosh. So I have so many. Okay. So the one that is not really my brand, but is close to my brand, just, just a little bit. I just, is mental health. I really I really am a big advocate for mental health for for um people in the black community. I think that that's such a really um like important thing to like give empowerment to. Um, and um because I feel like in in a past life I could have been a therapist like I just I just love how people think I love like understanding communication and how people act and why people act and so that's kind of like one of one way that I that's one thing that I wish I could could do more and then the other thing is more so like social like I don't like like civil rights like I I really am so passionate about like gay rights I really want um people to understand that like um gay rights are civil rights. Like everyone has a right to to all these things. And um, yeah, that's kind of what it is. And then kind of the third one will probably be like music and dancing. Like I just feel like in, a, in another life I would be either a backup singer or a um, a backup dancer for like Beyonce.
0: <laughs> I mean, I feel like many of us have that dream um so I'm very okay with that for me back in the day it would have been a backup to Christina Aguilera um but I think obviously to recognize where music is now still love Christina Aguilera but like Beyonce wins so
1: (laughs) honey like let me Um, tell you Dip It Low was a bop honey okay if I was in that okay look (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm.
0: her Latina roots came out anytime she had a music video so it was always great to see for sure um, but I love that. And I, I love, I mean, I love that you said like in another life, but hey, we have one life. So let's bring that all to the light of what we do. Silver rights, mental health, music, and dance, right? Some dance therapy for all the people. Um, yes. <laughs> create that on YouTube <laughs> as well. Um, and I think that's one of the things that makes you a really great coach though, is that because you actually care about people. You care about their well-being, about their success, about their future. And so although you're in, a very marketing based version of coaching that coaching aspect and caring for people is what makes you successful at what you do so thank you for sharing a little bit about you what you love what your passions are as well but now let's talk youtube and i'll call myself out before you call me out on the fact that like i should have a youtube channel and don't so for everyone else who feels called out as this episode progresses i'm with you all right (laughs) Now I did, I did kind of open up with your bio, but what got you even to where, you're, what you're doing now? Cause you, like no one grows up and says, I want to be a YouTube coach. So how, how did you get there?
1: Yeah, it's so weird. Um, it was kind of like, I felt, I kind of just became drawn to it and started like loving it. And, um, and this is kind of like the weird thing whenever it comes to this industry, like, so, out of college, I got my big boy job and I was a social media, a a social media specialist for a like um, real estate um, like portal company, right? And so um, I had serviced over 250 real estate agents, right? So I was managing their social media pages, right? I was the social media manager for that. And um, I got burnt out. And when it came to, actually managing their accounts, you, um, the company, because it work for corporate, we couldn't really do like that. And so I needed to find some, some kind of outlet to actually help people and not just post for them, just for the sake of posting for them. And um, I, so that's where I made like my business, right? In 2014, that's how I made my business up on the side. And, um, but then after I got into um, that, I started managing clients and really my business started like let's make some money like it was literally just like money I was like can you breathe do you have a wallet I can help you post on social media it was like it was so funny it was so crazy but um but after a while, I was like, okay, this is still like not it for me. I really want to go into coaching. I really want to like, like teach. That's where I got like my energy from and um, still on the side, right? Um, but after with corporate, I did some moves in corporate. I also went to a, another um, corporate company um, where I was their digital marketing strategist and they let like, they let me work on their YouTube channel, right? And then um, in 2017 was also when I was um, pivoting to coaching, right? And I hopped on YouTube. That's when I made my first YouTube video, right? And I just did it just because I was like, oh, well, I feel like there's something here. I just I don't know quite yet. I think I'm really good on video. I think I can totally do it. And um, every time that I was working with clients, it was always like, I was always trying to make them do video because I saw some type of value in video, but like before everyone else kind of saw that it was like, working or like worth something. And so even if you look back at my videos, you'll see cringy Jamar teaching people about how to find their idle clients. <laughs> it's so crazy. But over time, you know, um, uh, I got better. But then in 2020, I decided to um, leave my job. And it turns out that it was um, a week before the pandemic hit where I live. And uh, we had a stay at home order. And I went holy shit. Oh my god. Am I doing the right thing? <laughs> um and so um at that time I I still didn't like specialize in YouTube. I still was, was making YouTube videos, right? I was still getting clients on the back end with YouTube. Um but I was talking about Instagram. <laughs> And I was trying to like like give people what they wanted quote right and I was um, (laughs) I was teaching Instagram on YouTube to teach people how to get more clients right and so after a while I was like why don't why am I doing this I really like talking about YouTube I really don't enjoy talking about like um, Instagram and offer building and all this other stuff right and I was like I can do that sure but like what's giving me the most energy right? What am I loving to do? And I just kind of just put both feet into YouTube one day and like asked my audience, I said, did you guys know that you could rank with keywords on YouTube? Did you know that you that you could do all these things? And they went, wait, what? Back that up? What What is going on here? Like, they're like, wait a minute, forget Instagram. Let me, <laughs> what is with this YouTube thing? And then that's when I knew I, I had something. Um, and so I think it just just took all of this all of this work on the back end for all these years for me to become an expert in it and to actually have the confidence to be like hey um you know you know guys I've been making money on the back end with YouTube for all this time um would you guys like to know more about how I did that <laughs> and we're like shut up yes give me your money <laughs> I mean <laughs> take my money, take my like, money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah no I think that's something that we do not acknowledge in the industry enough. A lot of people make it seem like they were an overnight success um, and they weren't, right? And so whether you had that side hustle for a long time and it took a pandemic for you to say, let's go all in and make this a thing um, or whatever that might've looked like for you, that fun business, that fun hobby, that little extra income is totally fine until you're like, cool, let's let's go all in. It's a choice that we have to make. But I think the most important thing of what you said in that is where your energy is coming from. Because mm-hmm. you can, and I did not know you back then, um, but you were probably saying all the right things for Instagram, and you're probably still getting clients when you talked about Instagram marketing. But if you were putting it on YouTube, and you were excited about YouTube, That energy is what's going to bring more people into you. And regardless of what platform you're talking about, regardless of what part of the industry you're in, whether it's life coaching, health, health, business, relationships, if you're not excited about it, you're not going to make a penny. I don't care how smart you are. I don't care if you have a PhD in it. I don't care if you have 40 years of corporate experience. If you're not excited, that energy is what people see when you do show up on video and then... You know, we'll see where the paycheck really lies afterwards. Um, so I think it's important that you kind of—you said that, you breezed over it. So I want to make sure that other people <laughs> heard it because that energy piece, though, is honestly the secret ingredient. That's when you know you're excited and you're going to be successful. And if your energy starts to fade for whatever reason, you know, pay attention to what that might be leading you to or where that's going. Because when you said. I want to move into coaching, you probably did have the energy to back it, but then to kind of understand over time where that was really going to lead you as well.
1: Yeah. Like, I think, um, everything is a, excuse me, everything is a, like an elevation or like a growing process. And so when I first started my business, I was a social, like a social media manager. Right. And then I realized, "Mm, I don't really like this. It's not for me. It's not, it's not for me. And then I was like, you know what? I want to coach. Like, I want to teach people. And um, I, but then the question was more so like, Jumar, well, well, you have this experience. Like, what do you want? What do you want to teach? Right. And so, but it took me some time to figure that out because, um, and I'm sure that like, you know, this and probably have clients that, that go through this. Um, We get so caught up in what's hot and what's trending. And so we hop on the bandwagon because we think, oh, this is what is going to make money for me because I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to do something radical quite yet. I haven't made a name for, for myself yet. I got to get with the program first and then maybe I can branch out. So I kept being safe. And I started talking about like content strategies for Instagram, how to do Instagram stories, how to use IGTV, like, and it's just like, everybody's talking about that. Yeah, absolutely
0: absolutely true. I mean, you're literally right. For me, I, I started out as a life passion coach. But what I realized is why I enjoyed working with entrepreneurs. And as I said that to my friends in the industry or to my coaches, they all said that that meant I was a business coach. And I got unofficially and kind of blindly just pushed into this traditional business coach model. And I was like, wait, seven months later, business was doing well. I hit my first 10K month, like all the things, but I was like, how did i get here i don't want to be here and now how do i get out <laughs> like yeah. as well and so figuring out what that means for you how that's going to work in the the long run but making sure that you always come back to what energizes you what excites you it's not i don't care if you make ten dollars or ten million dollars if you don't like it it's not going to keep working um and eventually you'll, you i mean you don't want to be a part of cancel culture but people are gonna find out eventually so go on yeah. your head um, for sure so thank you so much for sharing your story and your success looking for the confidence to stop holding yourself back and start making dreams a reality, then you need to head over to the Ambitious Community course page with three unique programs to help you unlock your next level of success with greater self-awareness. Each course utilizes the unlock method, a proven system for ambitious women to be confident and effective leaders by embracing their expertise, passions, quirks, and all without hiding their personality. Receive 20% off any digital program when you join the email list today. To learn how to leverage the Enneagram to achieve your dreams of confidence and success, please visit keycoach.com courses to select the program for your next level. Now let's get into the stuff that people are here for. Tell me all the secrets so I can be phenomenal and people will find me on YouTube. Well, you don't have to tell me all of them, but what are some foundations that people definitely need if they're either just getting started on YouTube or if they started, but, you know, they didn't have a plan when they jumped
1: on? Yeah. So, um, I like to tell everyone, I like to kind of, um, set the foundation of like this, of what YouTube actually does. Right. Because a lot of us like to just say, oh, well, YouTube is like another social media platform. Right. And so, but I'm like, well, yes, but hold on. Let's talk, let's break it down, honey, because we need to, um, get the realty on what YouTube can do for you. Okay. And so um, YouTube is the second largest search engine and it's owned by the first largest search engine, which is Google. Right. And so with that, there's like a lot of sophisticated power in that. Okay. And so whenever we are thinking about um, where people go to first to search for anything, they go to to Google or they go to YouTube. Right. And so um, whenever we are trying to make content for YouTube. So whenever we're thinking about creating content for for YouTube, we need to be thinking about, oh, wait, how can I utilize that, that information that I know about search engines, right? Search engines jobs is to, sorry, the job of a search engine is to pair the user to the correct information, the correct and relevant information, right? So if I am searching for the nearest zoo, they are not going to deliver me direction to the mall, right? That's that's not right. That is not right. That does not, um, that's not what it's here for, right? And so we need to be sure that we are um, becoming the perfect matches to the people that are searching, right? And so the people that we're caring about is our ideal co- um, clients, right? Our, um, our Our target audience. And so I say all that, to say that if we want to be found by these people, we need to be answering their questions because that's what they're looking for right now. That's what's important to them right now. That's the problem that they're having, right? Think about like what, what happens when you're trying to figure out how to do something. You are lo- you are looking for someone who, who can teach you this answer. And so if we could be the person to find that, then let's do that. So that's why I always recommend starting out with educational content first, right? So we are, be- so so teach. Um, how to videos are really well tutorial videos are very like, like good too. Like, um, like don't do these mistakes or whatever it may be like how to do X, Y, and Z. Um, those are like the first things that I always recommend someone doing when they first come out of the gate with YouTube. Um, then, and then we, and then we can go into creating, um, uh, trending content right and um so training content is the content that is a little bit funner but um <laughs> but it, but um but you won't get the, the longevity of it compared to the educational content right so educational content can be found Every day, every month, every year, right? Because people are going to always be searching for this information, right? So you're go- so you're always going to be found. Um, the trending type of content that I'm talking about are things that are is very timely, and so I always love to use this example, and I'm going to ke- always use this this example until it becomes completely like completely outdated, <clears throat> and that is if I am a a um, love coach or a relationship coach. Um, and I talk about like couples and partners and, and, and like cheating and, and stuff like that and um the training topic that happened a few months ago was was um will and jada Smith right and the word entanglement right um right um, I would probably do a video about that and I could do three types of videos about that um and the two that, that we talked about already is the trending type of content right um but then we, we but we but we can also create an educational type of video about like what went wrong in that relationship, right? What was going on there? Like what were some things that you um, could see as the expert that could have been done a little bit better, right? Um, and then um, a personal post, like which is the, the, the next one, which is one that's just more about like you or your opinion on something, right? Um, but either way, you are getting the traffic from that um, trending topic, if you will, right? And so um, it can bring in some people that are um, probably not as close to your idle clients as you want, but the ones that stay would probably be, um, be more aligned with your content, right? So it's just a good way to kind of get, get people to recognize you. And then, like I was saying before, is the personal content, which is more so for the community. So after you have built a community of people with your educational and training um, content, you can now go over and be promoted to sharing personal content. So I always say, don't start out with a vlog yet, girl. Nobody cares yet. Let's teach the girls. Let's answer their problems first. And then we can kind of talk about ourselves a little bit later on. I love that. And I think that's
0: so true of and probably the biggest difference between like Instagram and YouTube and one Instagram is not really a search engine they're starting to put them things in there because you know they see where the industry is going but on Instagram and even on Facebook thus the name Facebook it's all about you 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 push yourself as the forefront make you the face of your brand and your business and all these kind of things where on YouTube you're saying what is the content, right? And it's almost like cash is king, like content is queen and making sure that that information is there that's going to keep people coming into what you're saying and how you can help and deliver that. And so that educational content, that trending content that you do sound relevant. Um, and then once you've established that foundation, then let them know who you are, what your thoughts are. Maybe you put some of those you know, more controversial type of content out there that, you know, get people to either love you or hate you, but helps them to pick a side um as well. So thank you for sharing those foundations for for sure and helping us to like actually know what we're talking about. So my next question for you, and I think this is why most people freak out about YouTube, or at least I know this is my excuse for why I won't go on YouTube, <laughs> um is video editing. Because the people I do watch on YouTube are phenomenal and they have like a whole production team behind them because they're already billionaires. And so then I'm like, I won't have all those flashy things that look like movie stars and the B-reels and roles and all that kind of stuff happening. So how do I take my first round of videos and not feel like I'm not cool enough
1: when I show mm-hmm. up? When you are your editing tricks? This is such a great question because um, we have so many things to unpack here. Okay, so. <laughs> So, um, and and I'm definitely going to get to editing tips, but we got to get back to um, the thing that you said, with, with, like, like, which is what everyone thinks, right? Um, I see everyone else's videos that are like very well produced, like the lights are there, they're cutting like, amazing. And there's music in the background. There's just all this stuff, right? Uh, But we have to understand, we have to make make sure that we're looking at the right people, right, first, right? So uh, we have to separate ourselves as um, the business owners that are using YouTube and the influencers that are using YouTube, right? So um, a lot of us, like we, we watch YouTube, uh for entertainment purposes right so we may be watching Jackie Iina do a makeup tutorial right I may be on um, watching someone I don't know um playing a game because that's what I do up in my pastime I'm boring I literally like watch other people play games on YouTube I don't know what's wrong with me
0: <laughs> right? my watching- son does that so I will say you're not alone um <laughs> I don't understand it
1: but you know, I will say you're not alone, <laughs> thank you. And there's other people that like, I watch like, like murder mystery, like tell alls or whatever. And like, it's really, really for entertainment purposes, right? And so we have to understand the purpose and those videos are very highly produced, right? They have all the things, they have the these cameras and everything, right? But that's the thing, their job is to be on YouTube, right? Their job is to be a content creator, Right. Um, And so with that, they make a budget for having all these things because it pays off for them. Right. Um, They need to be entertaining. They need to be in HD. They need to be in 4K or they need to be in all these other things because they need it to be like people are watching a movie. They, they need it to be like people are watching ABC, how to get away with murder, honey, scandal. They trying to like be in, in 4K. And so, um, but for us, we need to understand and be very intentional, right? And we need to be able to Separate ourselves from them because their job, their job on YouTube is to um, get people to watch their videos for as long as possible, um, because YouTube gives them ad revenue in order um, for the, to, to to like compensate them, right? Right? And most of the times that that's their only way of getting paid, right? Um, for us. We have services and, and offerings and digital products that we are selling, right? So we are a business. We are a full-on business, honey, okay? We're not trying to wait till we get four, what is it? Um, oh, my gosh. 4,000 4, 4, hours of watch time and all this other stuff. We ain't, got, we ain't got time for that, right? We are trying to convert people that do see us into paying clients because we have other offers that, are, that, that cost a lot more than what YouTube is paying us, okay? Um, and so um, we have to kind of separate that. So with us, our purpose for YouTube is different. Our purpose is to educate, right? We are educators, right? And so with that, you don't need a huge fancy camera. All you need is your webcam or your iPhone. Um, to get started, right? And some good lighting. That's all you really need, right? Um, Because as long as they can hear you and see you, um, you are good to go because people are searching for questions. So keep in mind what I said before, that people are searching for answers to their problems. They're not going to click on a video and be like, oh my gosh, I wish she, I really wish wish she was in 4k. Oh my gosh. Like I'm not even going to listen to um, what she has to say about helping me do whatever, right? Um, And so, I just wanna preface that. Now, when it comes to the editing and stuff, I like to make it very, very easy. Now, for disclosure, I don't edit my videos anymore, okay? I am done with that. I, I am like, no, I'm outsourcing the heck out of that. Um, but uh, when I first started, I used iMovie, right? I used iMovie very easy for those people who don't have, um, have um, a Mac. There's very there. There's free softwares everywhere, and they all work very similar, right? Now, I really do love um, a tool called Film Filmora Nine, and I think it's like forty bucks for the year. It's very nice. Um, um, it's kind of like iMovie on steroids. It's very easier, um, but make it very very easy. I like to record my videos in just one video file, right, and then I just cut, cut out the thing, like, the parts of it that I don't want. Very, very easy. Keep it very simple, very easy. Create your intro, do your, um, your talking points one thing at a time, right, have a script, and then, um, and then when it comes to editing, it's very easy for you to cut those pieces out, right, because you have defined places to cut, like, just be quiet. Don't, Ramble just like kind of have a plan of what you wanna say and then say your point, keep smiling and then stop talking and then pause and then go on to your next point, right? So where you have those definite cuts. I think that's important um, in general,
0: right? Something that you're taught in traditional sales model is that you state and wait, right? And so, or he who talks first loses. So if you make the offer, but you keep talking and rambling, that person will never buy from you. That's something that's taught in a very traditional sales model. And we don't really do that, especially on video. We're like, "If I just keep rambling, it'll all work out. Um, so I love that that was a point that you said, well, pause, say what you need to say, show up with a plan and then like shut your mouth. And I've said this on past episodes, I'm like, just shut up um, <laughs> as well but we do that to ourselves and it happens for a lot of different reasons whether you're looking to deflect make that situation less awkward you're you're nervous and so you channel your nervous energy into extra words whatever that might be but if you're coming up with you know my top 3 tips for x y and z then like give me x y and z and then say, see you next week um, in comparison to the extra story. Now I'm podcasting, aka disclaimer for myself. You can build in a story if it brings the point home, um, depending on your video, same thing. You can build in a story if it brings the point home. If you're just rambling, you know, mm-hmm. don't <laughs> um, as well, at least definitely when you're building your audience, for sure. Once you have that established audience and you can break all the rules or make new ones that we'll see what happens for you.
1: Yes. No, for sure. Like, I think, I think, um, I do go by the, um, be saying, like, rules are made to be broken, right? Um, but only when you are established, right? Um, and that's the same way how it is with personal brands. Like, when I was teaching Instagram, um, there are foundations, there are things that, that you have to know, right? But once you know how they work, and if you have other aspects that kind of support that, like, um, for example, Sometimes I don't have to follow my own framework for writing captions because um, I have my own personality or like my pictures are really good or whatever. Like I don't have to have all the parts, right? If I know what I have to do. And so so YouTube is the same way. Once you have that following, once you have have like a loyal um, and consistent like viewership, you you don't have to like do be so rigid you don't have to. Um, another thing is you would see um, what's happening in your like in your actual analytics too, right? So you'll be able to see where people dip off, right? So if you were rambling a little bit too much, you'll see where people dip off. If you um, or if you see spikes, you'll see when people come back, right? Um, or you see where they jump to it. So maybe if you so you'll see like where people come off of your video and where people join your video back. So, it's, so um, the one thing that I love about YouTube is that um even if you mess up in your one video, you're able to get data on like, okay, this is how I make it better, right? When it comes to Instagram, you don't really get that much data except like who saved your thing, who didn't save. And like, that's like, that, that's fine. But like, that means that like the whole post just didn't do well. No, for YouTube, you know, well this part this is the part to where i messed up so i could even cut that part out or i could do something better next time you can make in the moment decisions after 24 to 48 hours of data of your video running it's very very i freaking love it
0: <laughs> yeah so i have one more question for you and this is where you actually get to truly call me out. So one, I give you permission. Um, but two, I know you know most people who listen to podcasts either have their own podcast, they are podcast loyal and they don't care as much about YouTube and they'll make all the excuses that podcasts are searchable. They do have SEO components and you don't have to be on video so you can show up in your sweatpants and no hair, no makeup, all those things, right? So I see your face already, but since people can't see your face, what are your thoughts on why podcasters or those who are loyal to podcasting should also have YouTube channels? And like I said, go ahead and call me out.
1: A podcast is an audio file. It is not searchable. How do you search for an audio file? Help me understand. If, if, no, no, but I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying and no but you're it's not just you it's not just you cuz i do see some i do see some even podcast managers say that they are searchable i'm like no honey it's not but what but here's what happens right so um a podcast is an audio file the only thing that people can possibly search for is the title of the the title of the um thing right um that's the only way for your podcast to be found right and most times the title is not directly like hitting the things that people are really searching for, right? Um, And so I, I like to say, if you do have a podcast, you should, also be recording video and putting it up on YouTube because there's certain parts of your podcast that can bring in different people um, to bring that value there. I like to refer to um, podcasts as your community-based platform. It's where you nurture the people. No no one's finding you from your podcast unless they know of it already or or unless they have connected with you in some other kind of capacity. Because also the thing is, is when you are using your podcast, after your next one, the old ones are done, right, you, like, the only way for people to find the other podcast is, like, maybe through binge listening, right, well, when it comes to YouTube, uh, if you are talking about a certain topic, people can find that every single day, right, Um, and so, like, my strategy that I definitely, like, tell every freaking pod, like podcaster to di- to just take <laughs> is um record with video um, at the end of it like look at your podcast episode uh, what were some of like the questions that you asked your guest or whatever right and create three to four different clips answering that question because people are answer- cuz people are looking for that answer on YouTube right so that so it so gives your podcast another opportunity to be um, listened to or found, right? And then your call to action could be to, to listen to the rest of the podcast, or it could literally just be buy my thing or go to my list because your podcast has done its job now, right? Um, do they really have to go to Apple Podcasts if, if it did its job? <laughs> like, do they really need to listen to the rest of it if it's already done its job, <laughs> right? Um, so that's kind of, um, how I would say, if you really ha- must do a podcast and, um, you want it to be searchable, put it on YouTube so that the searchability can be there.
0: All right. So one more crazy question that I have to put out there, cause I've seen it and I don't even know how I feel about it, but I've seen people like take their podcast audio and just like put it on YouTube, but all you see is like a logo. You don't see people talking, there's no movement. It's just like this stationary image with
1: audio. Is that like a thing? Is that legitimate? Can you do that? Can I do that? <laughs> you cannot do that. I I don't recommend you do that and here's why. Um, that's the equivalent of like you just um, not using the platform how it is designed to be used and so keep in mind that um youtube is a search engine right so like yes like you just putting the podcast up there you you would think that it would satisfy the requirements of like the youtube seo gods right but it does not because um we do still have that social media component right that dictates the algorithm and so um the first 24 hours of your video is the most important, right? And so, and also the watch time, right? People who are um, on YouTube expect a actual video, right? They don't expect to see an audio file with a logo or a picture just there that whole time, right? Unless they're listening to music, right? Unless they're listening to music, then that's fine, right? Or an affirmation, cool. But um, if it's something like that is educational or something that is something that some that um is like a that is like a podcast, um, they're gonna click off, right? It's not gonna be engaging to them, right? Um, and so what's gonna happen is um your watch time or like the amount of time a viewer spends on your channel, I mean on your video will go down, right? You'll have people leaving within the first 30 um 30 seconds or in the first minute, and your podcast is X amount long, right? That sends signals to YouTube saying, oh, this is not a quality piece of content, right? Oh, people don't want to, people are not watching this. So like, why should we push it to people, right? And so the social component of YouTube dictates where you rank in the algorithm in the search engine, right? So uh, even though that you think that you've that you have optimized it out of the, the wazoo, um, because you are not adhering to like the social human component Of YouTube, um, you're kind of screwing yourself over.
0: Makes sense, and I haven't done it, but it's one thing that I've seen, and I'm like, is that a shortcut that's acceptable Um, (laughs) for sure? (laughs) Uh, But I think, and you gave a really great tip at the you know before this question of just take a video clip of your time recording the podcast, use that, and then push people to the full episode on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, whatever you're using. Um, But one, to make sure I avoid that mistake and two, for people out there who need to update their future steps, I will not, you know, the past is in the past, but once you know, you can move forward and be a better human and that's all we care about um, as well. So I just wanted to kind of bring that up (laughs) as well. So thank you for that. Of course. (laughs) I like that. Thank you. Thank you for all your insights. I have it on my list, but I will get to YouTube I will say that prior to knowing you, I was like, I will never have a YouTube channel, end of discussion. So it's now on the list. <laughs> we'll, we'll try and get it closer up to number one. But um, I, I, mm-hmm. I think everything that you're saying though about YouTube, like there's no argument. There's no one that can be like, well, I don't want to be found because they like, why are you in business? I don't want to be successful. Like what do you, you know what I mean? Like no one really has an argument to what you're saying. Um, and I think what's really awesome about YouTube is that it works for every single industry, um, right? Like everyone reads books, everyone watches YouTube, whether it's faith, family, friends, relationships, business, career, education. Like it doesn't matter what industry you're in, YouTube can make sense for your business. Um, and so thank you so much for sharing those insights, for telling us that we don't need a fancy camera, for telling us to put educational content out there by answering people's questions um, and also for sharing your story because Rome was not built in a day. Our businesses are not built in a day, but following our passions will always lead us to our purpose. So thank you so much for coming and hanging out today. Next question for you though, Mm -hmm. that legacy. What is that one thing that you want my listeners to always remember you by when they hear this thing,
1: they automatically think, yep, Jamar Diggs, I got it, doing this. OMG. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what do I want them to remember me by? I One thing, like the professional side of me uh, wants it to be like, remember, just get started. Just start recording videos. I do not care what it is. Teach something, anything. Get out of your head and... Take some action. Um, that's that's the thing that I want them to um, to walk away with. Now the the funny part in me is like, <laughs> I'm like, go do something after this podcast. Go get off your butt and do something. Stop folding the laundry. Pick up your damn camera and get to work, honey. <laughs> people are listening to the podcast and
0: folding laundry though like that's That's what I do (laughs) okay I mean yes it's definitely that's what podcasting is there for you can do other things while listening and becoming a better person so you know laundry might be that option (laughs) but I agree with you I think it's really easy for us to absorb all this information whether it's reading a book audiobook podcast YouTube Even like being in a program, taking the course, it's so easy to take in all this information, but if you don't turn around and make someone else's life better, make your own life better, like you said, get up off your butt and do something, then there's no point. I can read books about health and wellness all day long. If I don't at least walk, I'm not even saying running people, just walk. There's no health benefits coming from listening to that um, health podcast. So I think it works the exact same way in our business. We need to take action to see that success. And if you have been listening to this and you still don't have a YouTube channel, AKA me, go record a video <laughs> um, as well. So thank you so much for that insight for sure. Now, if people want to pay you so that you can help them with their YouTube, where do they find you? Probably
1: on YouTube. Where else can they find you? How did they connect with you? How did they learn about working with Yeah. So um, if you're interested in learning about like services that I offer, I do offer um, 90 minute YouTube intensives at the moment. And um, you can find more information about that at um, jamardigs.com. Of course, please connect with me on YouTube, go to jamardigs.com slash YouTube for that. And, um, you know, my Instagram stories are pretty lit as well. So definitely follow me there too at Jamar Diggs. Now I do also have a freebie that I totally want to share with you guys too. It's a um, free YouTube starter guide. It's a short video where I walk you through exactly what you need to do to just like get your channel up and running, just like to make sure that you do it the right way. (laughs) So um, I'm going to also share the link to that as well.
0: Awesome. So links are in the show notes for all of the ways to connect with Jamar. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to talk YouTube strategy with us. And again, for sharing your journey um, to where you are as a YouTube conversion coach. Um, Until next time, everyone, dream wildly. Thanks for listening to Amplify Ambition. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, please take a moment to share it on Instagram or your favorite social media platform and tag me at Coach Keds. I'd also love for you to leave a review on Apple Podcasts to help other ambitious women listen in and join our community to unlock their next level of success. Click the link in the show notes to learn more about on-demand courses or apply to work with me directly. There are limited spots each month for becoming CEO intensives, where I show you how to implement a personalized strategy without the cookie cutter tactics so you can achieve your business goals. The reason this works for my clients is because of my unlock method. Many women don't realize that when they learn how to apply the psychology behind their Enneagram type, they're able to confidently take aligned and consistent action that prevents boredom and business burnout. It's time you gain clarity on that next step as you own what makes you unique in the industry. Learn more at keycoach.com. Check out the links in the show notes on ways to also stay connected with me between episodes. Until next time, dream loudly.